video games were made to be played. Don't play yours? We know some people who will. We are Get Well Gamers, a charity who take your unwanted video games and consoles to give to children's hospitals and wards across the UK. Donating is super easy. Just head over to our website, getwellgamers.org.uk, to fill out our online donation form. You've played the hero, now be the hero. Welcome to episode 120 of the Pure Dead Gaming Podcast. Jess here alongside Pure Dead Craig. Hi, Craig. Hiya. And Andy, who doesn't even know his own age. Hiya. He does now. We're here to bring you the latest news in the video game industry, which we will discuss and react to. And we'll also let you know what games are due for release and what we've been playing as well. For our movie this week, we watched Tetris. Yes, they made a movie about Tetris. Don't know how they wrote it, though. Because presumably every time they wrote a line, it disappeared. But um, <laughs> anyway, you can hear our thoughts. That was a simple laugh, by the way. Yeah, all right, thanks. Yeah, well, you can hear our thoughts on the movie, and if we think it's a blockbuster. Jesus Christ! Is this what you've been working on all day? Yes. <laughs> this specific intro. <laughs> This was what made the cut. Yeah, yeah, indeed. As always, you can head over to PureDeadGaming.com for our latest written reviews like Sherlock Holmes, The Awakened by Callum. You can follow us on all the socials, join our Discord and subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss future episodes. And with that said... No, no disclaimer about the Discord, no. No, enter your own risk. I'll fill put a, that in the, fill in the show notes. that sort of thing. Well, yeah, it is, but you know. <laughs> so how are we all? Absolutely grand. Good. Aye. Anything happened over the last week? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Aye. Started my holiday with a big, great, swollen nutbag. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking raging. Do you care to elaborate on that or just going to leave it there? Mm, sure, just leave it there. <laughs> I've always said you were a bit of a ball ache. <laughs> uh, I don't know how or where it happened but I just ended up getting like literally this is the second day of my two week annual leave and the first day of my annual leave so on the Sunday night I was out somewhere in Glasgow staying over and then so driving back home on the morning to start my annual leave I literally had to go to the hospital first before I even went home so I've not even started my annual leave in my house <laughs> yet <laughs> <laughs> and I had to go to the hospital. So you drove straight from Glasgow to the hospital? Yeah, because I was not much fucking pain. It was that bad and I was getting worried. I was actually getting nah. worried because I'd done that thing you shouldn't do and I Googled it and convinced myself I was dying. Uh, and, yes. uh, Dr. Google does Been like to exaggerate. Yeah. <laughs> you have testicular cancer. Jess is big on that self-diagnosis. I hate that because like, you, re- you read all the symptoms and you're like, uh-huh, 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 uh-huh. <laughs> So it could be a common cold, not or that. it could be the and plague. Like, and you're like, uh-huh, uh-huh, not that one, but all them, though. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then you're like, that, that's what it is. And they, or I thought it was testicular torsion, which apparently is when your ball twists, which apparently the doctor said, the doctor went, this is what's funny as well, actually. The doctor goes, eh, I said, oh, he told me it was just swelling, right? He told me the medical name, and he just went, it's actually just swelling. And I went, oh, fuck. 
fucking fuck. And then I, I thought it was a cancer or fucking testicular torsion. And he went, wait, AJ. And then I laughed. But obviously, <laughs> but he didn't That's know, a complicated question. He, he didn't know why I was laughing, but I had to laugh. I went, oh, hey, ha, I'm 38. And he went, mm, maybe if you were 15. And I was like, all right, okay, so I don't still get that. That's fine. Yeah. Um, but aye, so... Yeah, I don't know how it happened. I'm not a dirty bastard or nothing. It's just, just, it just happens. It's just too much of a top shagger. Oh, that's I think that's what it might be actually. And what's happened is, every time you've came, it's only come out of the one nut, and so the other ones just kept getting bigger and bigger. <laughs> I'm gonna need to get emptying. Uh, you, what you need to do is change lanes on your nuts so that you start emptying the other one. I need to like pull the lever like a train track. Aye, aye. <laughs> and start emptying right. another one. Spray that one. Right, okay. I'll take care of that when I get him. Wouldn't you like to be in the fucking firing zone when it goes off, though? <laughs> no. Ken, we yeah. could shoot somebody off a plank. I just... Instantly, since you've told me this, all I can think of is the episode of South Park where Randy's walking about with his, nut, with his nuts in the wheelbarrow. Ken, what is like? Fucking hell. <laughs> Aye. So, uh, that's the start of my annual leave. Yeah. Well, speaking of sex drive, Craig uh, subjected us to that film. Fuck off, subjected. It's a good film. <laughs> Yeah, the We're normal fine. version's alright, but we watched the unrated version of yeah. this movie. Have you seen Sex Drive? No. Have you not? I don't think it's so. got it's got Clark Duke. He's like the main character. Do you know the guy I'm talking about? He's like such an odd looking wee guy. Him? Yes. So yes. have you seen the film? Yeah. So in it like obviously he's a strange looking character, but in it he's like an absolute ladies man and his pal is has like absolutely no luck with him at all but he's talking to a girl online and the film's about them making a sort of cross state trip to get this get his pally's hole and then right. like seth green's in it and stuff like that as an amish man was it quite funny then aye it is good have you not seen it no no i don't think i've seen this one right it's worth a watch good film it's like it's one of these like kind of it's in the same vein as like super bad and stuff like that. Yeah. If you like super bad, you'll enjoy it. It's a good film. But um, we'd been watching Castles Come Down Sunday night. We'd already seen this week's film. So we're like, right, what will we watch? And we'd been watching an episode of The Office during dinner. Mm-hmm. And we're on the last season and that wee guy's in it. And I was like, oh God, I haven't seen him in ages. Remember he was in Sex Drive? And we thought, oh, we'll just watch Sex Drive. So I got it delivered pretty quickly. And uh, it turned out it was, <laughs> it was the unrated version, right? Mm. I was like, all right, fair enough. And usually the unrated version, it's just like a couple of extra scenes or... A couple of tits. I sometimes they take like the... It's almost as if they like do a couple of takes and there's like there's a couple of scenes that just go on a bit longer and stuff mm. like that. So we put this on and the first thing that comes up is the director and the screenwriter and they're on the, the thing and they're like that. So um, most unrated versions, you don't really get much, but we promise a lot more tits and they go like that and then there's a girl's tits and then they go and cock and then there's a guy's cock and they're like that and you'll get lots of tits and lots of cock and extra jokes. Thing starts. And... Every five minutes, like I, th- I think they must have green screened it, but like every five ten minutes, there's just naked people just walk by the screen, like in the in the foreground. Like 
completely like they do say to be fair at the beginning if you've never seen sex drive don't watch this version because it won't make as much sense so it is the same film but there's bits that just go on and there's bits where they break the fourth wall like you can like it's almost like an outtake that they've left in where Mm. he'll turn around and say something to the folk like the the cameraman um so but, watch the proper version. I watched yeah. the proper version. If you're watching it for the first time, definitely. But it was funny because uh, so it first started and <laughs> one of the early humorous scenes is the guy that has no luck with women. He works at this donut stand and there's another girl that works there and she, one of them always has to dress up as a donut and walk around the mall trying to give out right. tickets. Uh-huh. And the girl obviously never wants to do it. And so she always like, oh, you could do it. You just, you do it. Just, you do it. So he's walking up and down the mall dressed as a donut. Mm-hmm. And as a joke, some of the people in the mall sometimes stick a cock on it, on the donut, because he can't see it because he's in the big costume. So he's walking about the fucking uh, mall with this massive cock on the end of the donut. And he walks up to um, this wee girl and he's like, I've got something delicious for your little girl. And the guy's like, (laughs) boom, decks him. And he goes... And he goes, he goes skating down the elevator, uh, (laughs) sorry, the escalator, like, as this donut, he's just... All the way down. (laughs) But (laughs) that's the kind of humour. If you think that's funny, you'll enjoy the film, right? It's really good. But uh, at one point, he's walking, like one of his pals is in one of the shops and she looks over and she just sees this donut walking by with this massive cock on the end of it. And so we'd all watch this, me, Castles and Jess, and Jess goes, did a fully naked woman just walk by the screen there? And we were, me and Castles were like, no, don't think so, no. And, was, and she was like, definitely did. And I was like, what the fuck? So we rewound it. Sure enough, fully naked woman slowly walks straight by the screen. Mean Castle's too busy looking at the fucking cock and the donut. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I don't know what that says. But honestly, butt naked woman just walks straight by the screen. And the two of us were like, ah, nah, didn't see it. <laughs> Transfixed on the cock. <laughs> but uh, I, if anyone hasn't seen it, I recommend it. If you like films like Superbad, like I say, like see Seth Green, he steals the show mm. because he's like he's Amish, but he's they're obviously not meant to vintage or nausea or anything like that. But Aye. he's just got the driest sarcasm, and he's so funny every time he's on screen. It's fucking hilarious. Oh, check it out. I definitely give it a watch. Recommendation, and then if you want more after, then check out the unrated version that inexplicably just has a lot of boobs and. Well, isn't it? <laughs> See, I would obviously this maybe a couple of months ago we spoke about Lurpak. Mm-hmm. I saw an article the other day that said that in Aldi stores they're now putting like that all the Lurp packs of Lurpak have got individual like mesh around them and like a security tag that you have to get taken off to oh, get it out of the store. Security tags have been enforced for a wee while. I've I've seen seen that that it's just been almost like a stick-on thing, is it not? Like there was a picture. It's apparently went viral on TikTok or something like that. But it's like on Lurpak, no, because I've knocked a good couple. Of t- 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 I know you have. <laughs> That's what you're the fucking reason this has come into force. <laughs> but it, I, I saw it. It just looked like wire mesh all round this fucking pack of Lurpak, and then it's got like a tag on it, and you have to get them to take it off so you can access the, the Lurpak wine bowl. Aye, because it's like fucking nine quid for a spread. Fucking right, it is. <laughs> That's what, I, that's what I like it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you won't be able to go fucking Aldi for it then, will you? Um, what well, did I forget to pay for that? Sorry. <laughs> I'll, I'll go back, I'll go back. I was actually in Tesco today and somebody was getting chinned for that. I was mm. at the self-service. You can get away with it once. 
Well, it, it, right. This is maybe. I don't know if I should say this because there's probably people that do this, but like you know how you go into the supermarket and then there's people that turn up and it's like one in the afternoon and they're in their pajamas doing their shopping. I'm always like, how much effort would that been just to stick, just to stick some clothes on? You know what I mean? So it was one of those folk, and she was at the thing next to me, and the guy came over, and he's like, uh, she she had the self scan thing, and he came over and he was like, let's see that. And he's like, ah, you've uh, you forgot that bit there. Like, oh, I saw, have I saw? He's like, I and uh, that one there, and you forgot that as well, and that. And I'm just like, fucking hell, oh, this no, is right that's, awkward. That's there was bad. like five items she'd forgot. Aye. I'm just like, beep, 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 get the fuck out of there. Because she's just like, oh, yeah, yeah. And I was yes, thinking, it must not be working. Aye. And I'm mm. thinking, you'd had a much higher chance of getting away with this if you hadn't come in in your fucking Spider Man jammies. You're Aye. 35. <laughs> And it's fucking lunchtime. <laughs> you know what I mean? Before we move to video games, I wanted to bring up a story about board games. Okay. Monopoly, specifically. So there was a story in the news that basically there was a sword fight erupted following a game of Monopoly. Well, sometimes you just really want fucking to pass go. <laughs> I've never learned how to play it. There's a man fighting for his life as a result of this. I did hear a little bit about this. Uh, this guy in intensive care. Yeah, but I think it was his sword and he somehow injured himself in the process. So it, se- it seems like there was people playing Monopoly like on the street. and people- street, street Monopoly is <laughs> is a really dangerous sport. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think they literally... Fans of the IT, fans of the well, IT crowd will get that. Right, okay. Um, and yeah, so... The neighbours and the buildings were not happy, I suppose, at the noise and went yeah. down, mm-hmm. you know, and but it resulted in a... You owe me a fucking 200! Yeah. And then the ruckus. guy's son comes down with a fucking sword Aye. and somehow there's blood everywhere. That's the only way you can settle Monopoly dispute <laughs> is with a fucking sword. See, to be fair, see, Monopoly games go on for so long that I would actually take a sword through the fucking head. <laughs> Rather than finish a game. Yeah, I don't think it's a, is it a fun game to play. It can be, but there's... Yeah. So there's, like, a kid's version that doesn't last very long, and right. that's all right. But anytime I've played normal Monopoly, I don't think I've ever finished a game. Folk just eventually get so fed up and bored that it just stops. Or somebody's monopolised the, the place. And then yeah. You're... But aye, so from what I understand, like, a guy... <laughs> came down the stairs and basically came out with a sword but it was sheathed like a samurai sword uh-huh. and he was threatening the guys that were playing street monopoly and then they get into a scuffle the sword ended up out and then the monopoly warrior uh <laughs> took a swing hurt himself but also fatally hurt the guy that had brought the sword and they both get taken to hospital i think he hit an artery or something uh, they've both been they've both been arrested but one of them's still fighting for their life let's see so what a way to go! You need to be careful with these Monopoly games. Fucking <laughs> okay, right, man. Never know when it could be your last game. I'm not playing that. No. Folks say VR's dangerous. Okay, so let's turn to video games, shall we? The, with this week's biggest releases. So first up, we have out this week is Sherlock Holmes: The Awakened. Yes, yeah, a remake of a game from like 2008 or something like that but they've, they've changed a lot it's kind of semi-open world now and stuff like that as well uh, reviews came out today 
and it's got I think like an eighty one on Open Critic. It's doing really well. Uh, our reviews now live. Callum gave it an eight out of ten. He really enjoyed it. And yeah, if you like solving mysteries, this seems like one of the best Sherlock Holmes games to date. How long a game is it? I think it takes about ten to twelve hours. But I mean, now that it's out and you've got a guide, like you could probably do it faster if you because you're able to just sort of look it up if you're stuck. Um, but if you're doing it blind, I think I probably at 15 hours or something. Oh, and switching PC, we've got Tron Identity. That comes out April 11th. I don't know too much about this. Alex yeah. has been playing it from the Crossplayers, and he says it's really good. It's like a... He likened it to Citizen Sleeper okay. and said that it's got some cool puzzles. Okay. And then we've got Ghostwire Tokyo finally hitting the Xbox Series XS. And Game Pass. And Game Pass. I really enjoyed this game when I played it. I thought it was really cool. I've saw a few things saying that apparently it's not running very well at launch on Xbox. I don't know if that's just fanboyism or not, though. But um, it's a good game. It's a really good game. If it isn't running well, then I imagine it will be soon. Mega Man Battle Network Legacy Collection also hits the shelves this week, April 14th, on PS4, Switch and PC. I've never been into Mega Man of you. Nah. nah. I've never ever really... Nah. I, there's a lot of folk really excited for this. If you're a Mega Man fan, this is... it's like I think it's every Battle Network game, like 10 of them or something like that. So if you're a fan of it, it's fucking Christmas. But um, that's not for me. Yeah. And looking ahead into the sort of next week, we've got Minecraft Legends, which is coming to all platforms on April 18th. Um, I know our kiddo will be excited about this one. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's coming to Game Pass, so it could be cool. I, I, I saw someone playing a preview of it, and they said, so it's like kind of online-focused or something, like online battles. And I saw the preview, I saw it was maybe from Eurogamer or something like that, and they literally said the match we played went on for 40 minutes, but there wasn't a winner because everyone got bored and just left. Oh. And I was like, well, that sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking hell. Yeah. Uh, but uh, it's on Game Pass, and it's going. It's not going to be aimed necessarily at folk at Eurogamer, is it? It's going to be aimed at kids. Yeah, uh, another one for the kids slash me. Uh, Disney Speedstorm. It comes out April eighteenth as well to all platforms. It is a paid for game. It's not on any service. Um, oh, this is the one that's you have to pay for it in early access, and yeah, it's free when it actually comes yeah, out. Yeah, so it'll be an interesting one to see how that plays out. I'm, I'm <laughs> fucking <laughs> so it. You will so pay weird. for us to focus test this and then see when it's ready. You can have it for free. That's so weird. But it looks quite cool. Is You'd it be not the other way No. This one. The, no. Because it's the same It's the same as Dreamlight Valley was, but we got Dreamlight Valley for free because it was on Game Pass. But this one isn't. Uh, yeah, that's but you had to pay for Dreamlight Valley on PlayStation. Mm. And it's still in early access, but when it comes out fully, it'll be free. Yeah. Yeah, and also the DLC for Horizon is April 19th, so that's in the next week as well. Yep, looks cool. Burning Shores. And then all the Final Fantasy Pixel remasters. Ah, that's right, yep. Which our Discord is very excited about. Bunch of nerds. <laughs> you take your turn, then I'll take my turn. <laughs> Plus four damage. But if that doesn't tickle your pickle, we also have a deal of the week for you. Craig, do the honours, please. Yeah, there was. This actually came from Discord, or Discord as well. Um, Rise, Son of Rome, is down to one pound ninety nine on Steam. 
that's surprisingly still quite good that game everyone keeps saying that I've heard quite a few people talking about it recently I've only yeah. ever played like 10 minutes of it oh really but I've never heard anyone say it's a bad game no it's no yeah it's a good, it's a good game and uh, and it's quite short as well and it? it's like 4-5 yeah. hours or yeah, something yeah it's not it's no long I'd it like look, to, looks good as well it looks really good yeah I'd like to play it the, the sort of I just I remember turning it on I think it was even a PC or something like that and I turned it on and I was like oh this is quite cool uh, I'll play it when I can get achievements and then I've just never went back to it but like I, I'd like to play through it because it's one of those games that seems like a a sort of hidden gem almost like it came out right at the beginning of the exactly the Xbox it was like one. one of the release titles I'm sure. aye launch titles and then I didn't really get that much love and I can't remember who made it I think it might be it's the guys that make Crisis I think and they've been teasing recently about potentially making another one it's just been like tweets and stuff like that. I've been like, oh, remember Rise? That was pretty good, wasn't it? Uh, so I don't know. Maybe they might, might end up with mm. a second one. That'd be quite cool. But uh, yeah, I might check it out. Cool. And you should on PC for less than £2. Bargain. Okay, so that's what's coming out. But what have we played in the last week? Uh, what have you, Andy? You still on? No, I completed it today. Ah. What do you think that? overall? Good. That's uh, a good game. Um, is the I... story good? Yes. Right. Yeah, yeah. Story is good. I know how I was going on about how like people didn't like the dialogue and stuff. Yeah. And I was saying like how he says like crispy critters. Aye. But there's actually a reason for that. Right. If you play out the full game, mm. which yeah. I bet you a lot of people have. Yeah, that's And that's true. when they start. You know what I mean? Um, I would imagine a lot of reviewers didn't play through the full thing. Yeah, which is an reason. issue. There's actually a reason. You know the whole uh, Fallout thing with the would you kindly? Yeah, kind of like that. Right. Okay. Um, cool. So uh, it was good. And what was it? Uh, I I tried that scorn. You know scorn. Yes. Ah. Uh-huh. It's like so. It was. I wanted to really like it, right? Because it was like so weird and atmospheric. Mm-hmm. But because it's set in like some fucking total different world, mm. there was all these puzzles. But you see, because it's not based in reality, yeah, I had no comprehension of what to do. Aye, you know that way. It I was heard just that like, about it. There was no. It's it's all just all this made up place, and it's all like weird and freaky and shit. But because you you don't have like a basis for oh that's a thing that I usually do that with you don't know what the rules of this world are I don't know what the rules are and uh, that's what I was I was kind of looking at going I really want to like this but this is like I can't be fucked with this uh, to be honest with you, I just want to be able to I don't mind being challenged but I don't want to be like totally I don't have to want to relearn everything yeah. and it kind of felt like that a little bit like there was all these things and, and you were moving things and I was like I have no idea what I'm doing here no idea I know that moves and that goes there but, but where do I need to move and where do I need no, that's interesting I heard that from a lot of people there's a couple of podcasts I listened to when that game came out and they were saying like love the world was really excited for it but then it came out and it was half walking simulator and then it was these puzzles and I just I was like it made me feel they, they were saying like it made them feel stupid because they yeah. were like I don't know what to fucking do here yeah. what am I meant to do with this yeah. Yeah. and the guy was like I know I could look it up but I, that's not fun to me either so no. I, I don't know what I'm and the guy was like, I think I'm just going to leave it because I don't know what to yeah, fucking yeah. do. It's a shame because obviously, like, I don't know, you don't want it to be so intuitive that it's like I know. obvious and like well, you say, not challenging. Exactly. But yeah, but when it's... too far the opposite yeah, way, of, I think. I don't like, probably if you get the hang of the, the puzzles aren't going to be like so, so hard. 
but it was just like a like the barrier to entry. Like the barrier to entry was a wee bit like fuck. This mm-hmm. is a bit like yeah. I have no idea what's going on here. Mm-hmm. But it did. I was disappointed because it. I started it up and I went, "Whoa, this looks fucking different." Mm-hmm. It was so atmospheric and it looked so different from anything else, really. Um, but I, when I first the first kind of puzzle I encountered, I get by the first wee bit after spending about an hour, mm-hmm. and then after spending an hour, how simple it actually was made me annoyed mm. yeah but i just didn't know what to actually do yeah but once i realized what i was doing it, it was like that was fucking easy as fuck actually but i just didn't know where to start and then and then it, a thing dropped and i was obviously supposed to use that somewhere but i had no idea where it went mm. i mean i'm this is not nah. see you later you'd almost like if i've spent that long on this part exactly that's how kind of long is the next part's <laughs> yeah. gonna take and yeah. then i've started gears of war 4 mm-hmm. so I don't want to talk about that because it's just another Gears of War game. It's good. Yeah. It's the only one I've Gears not played. Gears of War is though. fucking awesome. I know, it's the only one I've not played in the series. Huh? I haven't so, played a Gears game in years and years. They're just so fucking good to play. The gameplay uh, is so addictive. Yeah. That good, whole, really good feedback on the guns, isn't Exactly, it? and that whole cover base shooting and the reload thing uh, where you can reload and you reload on time. It's just such a... Is it active reload they call it or timed aye, reload or something? It's really cool though. Aye, because you can get it, like, you can time it and you'll get a good reload. But then there's a wee tiny window where you get like more energy in your bullets because mm-hmm. you do, and it's just like, so boom, bang, bang. This feels skill as fuck. Aye. Always has. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yourself, Jess? Well, I finally got my hands on Zelda after purchasing it like a week and a half ago or something. Uh, it took a wee bit of time to arrive, didn't yeah. it? Breath of the Wild. Yes. So, um, disclaimer, I have not played any previous Zelda games. Total newbie to the franchise. I feel like I was... Craig doesn't like to refer to himself as an influencer, but he kind of is. And I think I probably just bypassed Zelda, disregarded it thinking, because he had no interest in it. So mm-hmm. I thought... Well, I'll have no interest in it. But obviously, with the new one on its way and they showed gameplay footage of it last week, I was like, do you know what? This actually might be my cup of tea. Mm-hmm. Um, it's on the Switch and I, I don't know, I, I do enjoy handheld playing because right. I can never get on a fucking console because somebody else hogs them. Rude. So <laughs> I thought, yeah, and I've, I've there's nothing else massive coming out that I'm interested in. So I thought I've got time before the new one. Because it is, you know, at least a 50 yeah. hour mm. um, yeah, yeah. game. So, yeah, got my hands on it. Um, yeah, I don't know where to start. I really know what to say about it, to be honest, because obviously... Do you like it? Yes. Right. Yes. It's a start. Yeah. That's good. Um, the the world is enormous Aye. for a start. So, but so You don't play that many open world games. So mm. I wonder, like, I don't know. I suppose you couldn't really give a scale, could you? Like you've played a little bit of Assassin's Creed, but like I wonder how big it is in term in like comparison to like you know what I mean. Like Assassin's Creed Odyssey's huge, but then that fucking yeah. Valhalla was like the size of the actual world. Yeah, mm-hmm. I suppose. I mean, yeah, like you're you can ride a horse and stuff, but you are on foot, so mm-hmm. it, I don't. And maybe it, it probably. Seems bigger I'm sure because, it's huge. I'm sure it's yeah. absolutely huge. I'm just wondering, like. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I, I don't know. I guess it's clear from the start that you know it's not just about charging from one location to the next like evidently you need to explore and utilize the world to kind of get by um and then doing so obviously touch on like entirely new grounds right um 
so yeah, exploration and survival um, so far anyway, I think is what's kind of hooked me in because I'm like, oh, what's over here? What can I do with this? And, and you've got kind of freedom to do what you want. Yeah. Um, and yeah, you can pick up obviously a variety of weapons while you play and it's like, I don't know, anything from like kind of slow, weighty axes to like, you can have like a skeleton arm and stuff, but you kind of feel the difference in using the weapons as you do so. Um, what does the skeleton arm act like a kind of sword or what? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, but Is that they, like you battle the shite out of something, take its arm, and then fucking hit it with that? Basically, yeah. That's cool. Um, but also they do break as you use them, one like that yes, more so right. than others. Um, so you do have to be tactical about how you how you play the game in that way and kind of save your your best for bigger battles. And I've already found myself kind of in a situation where I wasn't as well equipped as I should have been going into a gameplay piece. Um, so yeah, I've had to sort of revert back and... Try and level up. Level do you up actually there. level... Do you physically level up? Do you have, like, a player level? Or do you just... I do. You get, or is it just better, like, swords and stuff I don't think like so, that? but, like, you can get more, like, hearts and right. stuff. Ah, right, okay, so, yeah. I think. I guess there's no one in those games that, like, progressively you... Like, the bad guys will get... Stronger and, and you become stronger. Start to get stronger. And if you went to an area that's, like, too strong, you have no chance at the start. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. right. you can... Up, you, you get gear as well so yeah, obviously once that yeah. improves then yeah um, and then you've like as well as your weapons and armour and stuff like that you've got runes that you um, acquire which are kind of magical tools that Link can use to perform like actions um, and they come in handy in battles as well so there's like one that's like a, a bomb basically All right. but you can kind of I've, I've been using that like kind of stealthily like putting a bomb there and then running away and then detonating it. Uh, so, right, okay, cool. um, so you, again, yeah, you can sort of play it how you want to as right, well, okay. which I think is also an appeal. Like, you don't need to go bombarding in. Because right. um, you get bone arrows again, you can kind of stealthily mm-hmm. use them. Um, and if you're low on weapons, then I think those, like, bombs and stuff like that are quite quite yeah. useful. There's also shrines, which, which are, like, small puzzle rooms that are scattered around the, the game's world, and there's 120 in total, so I'm going to be at that well. I've done 10 so far. Um, I think I remember something like this when it came out. Folk talking about it, and they were like, "Oh, how many shrines have you done?" Like that was <laughs> that was one of the things that people would say, like about progression. Like, how many shrines you at? Yeah. Uh, um, but interestingly, I didn't know this till I was sort of checking. Um, but and correct me if I'm wrong, if anyone knows. But I was trying to look for my play time so far because I'm like, I'm not sure how much in the past week I've actually plowed into it. But okay. I can't unlock that number until after 10 days of playing it apparently on the switch is that why like some things say last played and it will say x days ago and then yeah. other things say played for x hours yeah so apparently after 10 days that's going to change to how many hours i've played and i'm like why the fuck is that a thing Unless I'm wrong, unless there's something else. But when I go into it, it says last played six hours ago or whatever, right? Aye. Um, but apparently after day 10 of me playing it and own, owning the game, it'll... I, I looked up, somebody said there's maybe a workaround where you can change the date and then put it back. But I'm like, but why? Aye, so you trick the console into thinking yeah. you've had it for more than 10. That's weird. That's such a fucking weird Nintendo thing to do. Yeah, it makes no... What's the point in it? I don't it's just Nintendo man. They don't even know the internet exists at this point. <laughs> Fucking idiots, man. Yeah, that's really bizarre. I I bet that's true. I've never heard that in my life, but I believe it. Yeah. Yeah. That's so weird. 
so yeah, I, I, yeah, I'm enjoying it so far. As, as I say, the game gives you kind of freedom to explore, freedom of the combat style that you wish to use, freedom of choice. I don't know. There's just obviously so much that I've yet to uncover. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of like the main quest, I think there's like four f- divine beasts that you've got to free. Um, I'm at one so far, right. so you know I'm not too far in. But I, I think I've probably put a good amount of hours in so far. I wish I was able to see. But, uh, yeah. Ten to fifteen, probably. Nah, something like that. Um, so you'll be continuing on with that yeah I'm enjoying it so far good uh, I have been playing more Resident Evil 4 I've been quite systematic with it I'm almost finished my first run so I quite like your first run well <laughs> so with the older Resident Evils and I say older I know this has just come out but it's a fucking remake of 4 a game that came out in 2005 so with the older Resident Evils I'm a big fan of them, and so I like to platinum them. I've got the platinum for the first one, the second one, and the third one. Remakes of two and three. Mm-hmm. Um, but Resident Evil are... The games are notorious for making you play it multiple times. So, like, you need to complete it on professional difficulty. You need to complete it on professional difficulty with an S rank, which means you have to do it in under a certain mm-hmm. amount of time and stuff like that and not using fucking health items. You have to do it... It doesn't on... count as if you, if you just go for the hardest one and it does all the... Yes, ah, you can, ah, you can do that. But there's stuff like uh, you have to do a knife-only run where you only use the fucking knife, right? So you're not doing that in hard mode, you know what I mean? Uh, There's one where you've got... And then... (laughs) 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 To be fair, in Resident Evil 4, the knife is actually more of a... I don't know, but unusable weapon. It's not as bad as it was. In Resident Evil 1, I don't know how anybody killed fucking in with it. Because when I did the knife run in Resident Evil 1, I just ran away for everything. There was like three enemies I killed. But, um, yeah, so I went into Resident Evil 4 and I was like, I don't know if I've got the fight in me. Like, I want to, but I don't know if I've got this in me. So I thought I'll start off by the first run, I'll get all the collectibles. I'll do a lot of the misc stuff. Like there's there's little side objectives and stuff like that. I'll do all of them. And then that way, if after I'm finished, I'm like, I want to keep going, then I've got a lot of that stuff out of the way. Um and so there was a couple of really annoying ones, like there's a part when you're going up an elevator and there's enemies all around and they jump onto the elevator and you're not allowed to let any of them touch it. You've got to shoot them all before they jump on. That was a ball ache. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, Andy. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> then there was a bit on a minecart as well where you couldn't take any damage. That was annoying. Uh, there's also a shooting gallery where you've got to get S rank on every shooting challenge. And I spent about two hours on that today screaming into a pillow. But I've done it. And so I'm at the final boss now on my first run but I've got a lot of the annoying misc stuff out the way mm-hmm. so it will just be a case of doing a hard mode run doing a knife run so I think I will go for it okay um, I thought we said I'd done it as if like you ran a marathon or something <laughs> it felt like a fucking marathon <laughs> uh, that S rank in the uh, shooting I'm not good at shooting gallery stuff so it, there was so many times when it was like you needed like 8,000 points to get an S rank and it was like oh, 7,800 and you get an A and I was like oh right. my god fucking I do remember dick. that I do remember playing that quite a bit you're absolutely right yeah so it's quite a pain but it's done thankfully thankfully it's done uh, 
What else? Uh, it's good. Like it's it's a very good remake. Really, really good. To me, it's not a patch in Resident Evil Two though. Like I just think it's such a better game. I know a lot of people. I think more people prefer four than two, but I've just got a sweet spot for two. I much prefer it. But really good, really good remake. Uh, I've also played uh, Andy's favourite sport, golf, EA Sports PGA Tour. Said I'd play it last week and I did. It's good. I like it. As much as golf can be. <laughs> well, I really enjoy. I really enjoy golf games. It's it looks amazing. Like I mean, it's I suppose it's not that hard. They don't have to do too much but like the lighting's really good the, every course has been like painstakingly remade like mm. it, it looks really good i'm not totally sold in the swing mechanics like it's now it used to be there was like a circle and you, when you pulled it back you always pull the stick back for your back swing and then forward for your forward swing mm. and you had to keep it straight but before in the old ea sports games and in the 2k games there was like a circle down the bottom and when you pulled it back, that circle would build up and then you would swing forward. But now it's like a visual sort of arc of where the sticks, go, of where the club's going to go. Mm-hmm. And it's so difficult to see when you should stop it. And there's a bit of a delay on it. And it's it's just cumbersome. Um, I'm not a massive... I was getting a bit better at it like a week after an hour or two, but I still was like, this isn't as good as what it was before. So it's good, but not brilliant. And the other game I've been playing, sort of retro game, is Wanted Weapons of Fate. I think I spoke about this maybe about two months ago, because I played a little bit of it on PC, but I've been playing it through it properly on the PlayStation 3 again. I've completed this game about 15 times. It's fucking brilliant. I love it. I absolutely love this game. It didn't rate overly highly at the time. Got like maybe sixes and sevens out of ten. I think part of that was it's about three hours long. It's not a long game. Oh, okay. And coming out at 50 quid or whatever, and you've been able to complete it in literally one sitting, I can understand why people were a bit fucked off. Mm. Um, it was developed by a studio called Grin, and this game sort of done them in. Like, they had four other games in development, but they went down the tubes after this, uh, unfortunately. But it it's one of these games that's, like, over time it's regarded a lot higher now. Like, I put out a tweet saying I was playing it and there was loads of folk responding going, I fucking love this game. Like, nobody responded going, that was a piece of shit, why are you playing that? Mm. Like, everyone really enjoys it now. Uh, and I was looking up just a little bit of sort of backstory on it and stuff like that and apparently the, the studio spent, like, a lot of time perfecting the bullet curving. I was talking to you about it, Andy, beforehand mm-hmm. and, like, it's yeah. the bullet curving mechanic's cool as fuck. You hold R1 and then you use the right stick you, there's like a pointer and you use the right stick to then choose the arc of the curve because you know in the film like mm-hmm. uh, James McAvoy can curve bullets yeah. and so you then you hold down R1 which gives you like a, a sort of aimer and then you can choose how you want to curve the bullet you, you do it right a successful headshot then you see the bullet in slow motion and it's just so fucking satisfying like it's it's really really fun it's obviously held back a little bit by not a great frame rate and your character doesn't move particularly well but the actual combat is fucking excellent i just i don't understand why no one has nicked this mechanic of the curving bullets i know it's very specific to the film which is why they then used it like in this game but everyone that remembers this game fondly remembers it fondly because of that one mechanic Mm. 
if I was making a game, I'd be like, I'm bumping that. Why would you not take it? Could, could they have, like... Patented it or something? I don't know. They're out of yeah. business now, though. Yeah. The company folded, so... Yeah, once maybe you, someone once you holds a it for something. Somebody holds it somewhere. I can't imagine. It'd I don't be, think they would do that. Uh, I can't imagine it'd be that expensive to license out anyway. If it mm. was, like, it's just it, it, it's really cool. Like the developers wanted the game to be a mix of Max Payne and um, Gears of War. That was their initial sort of thought, like a kind of cover based. And I mean, it, that it's nowhere near as smooth as fucking Gears of War and mm-hmm. it's nowhere near as refined as Max Payne but you can see what they were going for yeah. how well did the film actually do? pretty well I think aye, I really enjoyed the film aye the film was really good but it never got like a second one or anything did it? no I think it was one of those things where they always sort of expected there to be a follow up and then there mm. just wasn't I don't know if James McAvoy was just busy or wanted to do other see, things I think or... it's like I think the world was it was one of those worlds where it could have been opened up like the John Wick world and how this yes. slowly like you there's a lot of John Wick that you fill in yourself mm. which is what I really like about it but it's left to you to kind of like they don't tell you everything yeah which sometimes is better mm-hmm. they tell you too much you like you know too much yeah when your imagination plays when you, and they kind of just leave stuff like for you to kind of fill in the blanks but then slowly over the films they start filling in all these blanks yeah and I feel as if the, that wanted film was a little bit like that with the whole weaving thing and all that yeah. kind of shit and like, that was definitely a world that could be built upon mm-hmm. and a franchise made out yeah. and it had big A-listers in yeah. it fucking James McAvoy Angelina Jolie Morgan Freeman I'm sure he was the yeah, yeah. Uh, main guy yeah wasn't he mm-hmm. big, big, big folk in it it's, you're right it's it's, a, it's actually a lot like John Wick like it's one of those things at a different time and place and it could have yeah. spun off into like a franchise and it's easy it's the type of film that you can make spin-offs of so mm-hmm. easily a unique hook with, uh, the, with the carbon bullets I mean that's so it you, was you wonder how somebody didn't think of that before yeah it's such a I know I, know, I, mean, I almost think it's because it's such a specific thing but then I suppose you wonder about that with like the first cover based game that ever came out Everyone else started doing cover based, uh, and then whatever, like if there was like over sh- over the shoulder view, and everyone else started doing that, uh, and then it's like, but but this didn't catch on. Uh, what you mean? It is kind of weird that it didn't catch on. Just but the fact that no one's ever re- ever done it. Like I don't know, like unless they have, which is games we've not played. But we sp- like we speak spoke you spoke about um, Gears of War. Like a few, there's a few different studios that have sort of bumped that active reload because they're like, that's ah, a really fucking cool idea, which it is. And granted. Wanted Weapons of Fate was not the fucking blockbuster that Gears of War is, like, mm. so less people would know, but it's almost like that episode of Father Ted, you know, I could always take everyone back to Father Ted, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. when they're doing the song for Europe, and they try to steal a uh, instrumental of a song, because they're like, I know nobody knows that song, so we can steal it and nobody will know, it's almost like that, you could just fucking take it. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I'm really enjoying it, I'm in Act 5 of 9, uh, I'm planning to go back and go the trophies. It's interestingly, it's like Resident Evil, where it's one of these games that it's quite short, and because it's short, the way they sort of artificially lengthened it is you've to do a knife only run. You've where mm. you can just like melee the folk. You've to do like a, I think it's a headshot only run. You've to do like it's this sort of thing. So it's no, it's really cool. Uh, a game that I would highly recommend if you have access to. In fact, if you have PC, it's actually now on the Abandonware website because it's been out, it's 2009 it came out, and because the trademarks have all lapsed, they can actually just, you can download it for free. Mm. So, yeah, check it out. 
Mm-hmm. I've enjoyed that thoroughly. Good stuff. Okay, let's hit up this week's news. News, news. I was believing the news. We are bringing you the news. With your digging team. I was Firstly, a new Sony handheld appears to be in the works, but before you get excited, a follow-up to the PlayStation Vita, this is not. Reportedly, the device will connect to your PlayStation 5 and offer remote play. Q-Lite is the codename and it'll support 1080p resolution at up to 60 frames a second. What do we think of this? Get in the bin. <laughs> Fuck off. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I ended up with two PSPs over time mm. and I just never got into it. Never been a big handheld fan. I'm, I'm kind of the same. I like a. I, I like. I'm traditionalist. I like sitting down on a couch and then big TV. I would always choose, yeah, to sit in front of a TV and stuff like. That. Like I, I enjoyed my Vita. Like I used to take it to work and stuff like. That, and I was like, oh, if I got a spare half an hour, I was like, oh, this is fucking. See, great. I wanted to enjoy it. I just, just didn't. But is it not? Me. Do you not think it was only? I don't know. Good for certain games. Yeah, like more basic games. Yeah. See, I don't like I don't like the experience of taking a game that you would traditionally play on a console or a handheld. Aye, like I on, on the like Vita that. they brought out an Uncharted game. Yeah, see, and I, I was like, like pish. Aye, and I, I, it, it was actually a decent Uncharted game, but I was like, I don't want, sure I don't want to play Uncharted less. I don't want to play Uncharted exactly. less. <laughs> exactly, I don't want, it's like a subpar version. Mm. I don't want that. With a but, SoundCloud. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> yes, I remember that. Yeah, I remember that. Games like that worked fucking excellent. Yeah. Well, just basic games like fucking Tetris and Snake and all that kind of like just simple wee games like that or like Space Invaders. That kind of sh- that's the kind of shit a handheld thing is for me. Mm-hmm. Hand- handhelds are good for gaming. indie games. Like yeah. I don't know as well. It's really good for the likes of like Limbo Inside stuff like that. Yeah. It all works yeah. really well on it. But nothing that gets too complicated button wise, mm-hmm. and then yeah. you've got to start simplifying it down because there's not as many buttons. Yeah. I mean, the issue, obviously, the ma- the main issue with this is the fact that remote play. Like, I have no fucking interest. I just essentially what they're doing is they're re- like, if they let me play games locally on it, and I could just take it wherever I wanted, and like you say, it was games that were made for handheld which wouldn't be hard to do the switch does it very well fine but they're basically trying to sell you a device that's going to be at least 300 quid that the only way it can play games is if you connect it to your playstation 5 either through wi-fi or through a lan and you're like what's the fucking point like every day i mean we've got one of those game servers that you pop your phone into and then you can play on the PlayStation or the Xbox, and it's what's absolutely fine. So why would you buy a device that's got a screen built in, and it's so much extra cost? Like if anyone wants to do that, see these days, you can, especially with Xbox. Pretty sure you can do it with PlayStation as well. You download the Xbox app, you can turn it on, hit remote play, and you can then connect an Xbox controller to your phone through Bluetooth, and you can just use your phone as the screen, and you can just sit there and play. That's essentially. Can you what, do that? Aye. That's Didn't a, I know that. that. And you can do it like remotely as well. You could do it from your work if you've got a good Wi Fi connection. What the and fuck? And it works perfectly. Like, That's insane. I know. 
But that works perfectly. So why would you then buy something that's got a screen packed in that you're yeah. paying for the full thing? Yeah. I mean, like I say, this is this thing is going to be at least three hundred quid. Yeah, the price point will definitely be a, a huge, huge factor on how well it does. And obviously, it's still kind of speculation, so we don't really know mm. what's coming. Maybe they do wrap more into it, but it's, maybe uh, yeah, we'll just yeah, it's, it is all speculation just now. But I don't know. I can't see Sony going all in with a handheld again, and this feels like just the type of not half arsed, but everyone thinks cloud. I know it's not it's supposed to be remote play rather than cloud, but everyone thinks like this sort of off boarding of like, oh, you don't need the handheld to process the stuff, it can process remotely and then you just play it on the handheld. Mm. Everyone thinks this is the future, but internet connections aren't good enough. Mm. So yeah, not for me. Not for you. But what was for you was the Super Mario Brothers movie, Craig. It has surpassed Frozen 2 to become the biggest opening weekend for an animated movie of all time. By the end of the weekend, it had earned $377 million worldwide. That's a lot pretty, of money. Pretty impressive, I. Especially since the early like reviews that came out. Like of Rotten Tomatoes, it was like fucking 50 or something like that when it first came out from critics. Hmm. And then obviously the... like. It's one of the best. It's one of the best recent examples of critics being completely out of touch. Yeah. Like, so the reviews came out about three days before it came out, and at first I had forty six percent on Rotten Tomatoes. I think it's now went up to like fifty four, but not great. The audience score on there ninety six. Yeah. And you're just like, I was talking to a guy on Twitter, and he was like, "No joke, I read a review that said, in a negative way." It's as if the film's just made for kids. Oh my god! Like, are you are f- actually are, shitting me? That's f- a critic's fucking getting paid that, to say shit like that. What? <laughs> what is wrong with you? <laughs> what the fuck? What, what are you expecting? Idiot. What it do, it, do, it doesn't idiot. do anything new in the genre. Shut the fuck oh up! My god. It's a Mario film made by the people that make Minions. Like, Jesus you have Christ. to have a certain... There has to... See, with these critics, there has to be a sort of... A certain bit of, this is what they were going for. How did they execute it? Exactly. Not, oh, this is the film, but I wanted fucking Schindler's List. And I didn't <laughs> get it. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, I, I, to me, I think a lot of the time with reviews, it needs to be... How well, how well did they execute their vision? Entertainment. Yeah. How well did they execute their vision? And... 377 million, 96%. Like, if I was in charge of one of these companies, I'd be going to one of these reviewers and going, do we need to reevaluate you here? Because look at the money that film's just made and look at the audience score and look at what you've wrote. <laughs> yes, but I have integrity. <laughs> I have my journalistic integrity. I would, I would honestly, I'd be going to these folk and been like, can you just... Can you just explain this? Because what I'm getting from the data here is that you, are my reviewer, are massively out of touch yeah. with the audience. And that's a fucking issue. Mm-hmm. I bet he'll say is everyone else is wrong. <laughs> How can they not see it? <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, there's there's already talk. Obviously, we'll get a sequel. Yeah. I mean, that's nailed on, I think. But um, there's now talk we'll get a Zelda film. Uh, and possibly a couple others uh, from Nintendo. I think they'd be wise at this point to be like, what else can we do yeah, here? Th- there's a trend emerging with this kind of stuff. and mm. yeah. Yeah, it's, it's almost it's almost like there was a podcast 
that just came up from the ether and started reviewing video game films and catapulted the medium into the spotlight and it has now completely turned the ship. Mortal Kombat, good film. Uncharted, good film. Did way better than folk expected. Tetris, we'll talk about soon. Mario. I mean, we came in, we lifted the medium up. It's now soaring. I'm not saying we're fully deserving of credit, but I think we've done our bit. Right, okay. Do you know what? Did you see that uh, Jack Black Peaches music kind of video? No. No. Oh, you need to let that up. I need to look that up. Jack Black was actually really good. He's dressed as Bowser. Right. He's kind of like dressed in a suit like Bowser. Yeah. And it's like a... You just need to watch it. It's like a, yeah. it's like a music video, but it's about it's a song about peaches. Right. Peaches I mean, that also. was partly in the film. I wonder if that's adapted maybe, from there. Maybe. Yeah. I'll check it out. I will, we'll obviously, we'll review Mario next week, but um, I, th- I thought all the actors did a fucking cracking job, actually. I thought they were all really good. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we are going to review that film next week. Um, will, it, will it surpass Craig's... Uh, Review Look, of the original I think so, Mario. Because they, fought, they weren't even fucking brothers in that film. Listen, you have to. Yes, they were. No, no, they were not. They were fucking. Luigi was a fucking adopted fucking son or something like that. <laughs> so don't even get me. They weren't even. They didn't even go to the line for making them brothers. And it's called Super Mario. Super Mario fucking brothers. He was his brother. Even, he was his no. father. He was his mother. No. <laughs> they weren't. They. That was. <laughs> Who was he? He was some sort of like. I was some sort of like adopted fucking into the family, Luigi. And it's like. Like all, make all them brothers, all, just make them brothers. The most simple thing in the world. All I want to say is that when we review Super Mario Brothers twenty twenty three next next week on the thirtieth anniversary of the original, <laughs> I don't want it to be held. I don't want them to be pitted against each other. Right? It's not fair on the new film. Mm-hmm. Right? I want it to stand on its own. It can't stay in the shadow of the 1993 classic. <laughs> okay. <the> shadow. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Move on. Yeah, I'm gonna. Um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the Cowboy Collection, has sold more than one million copies since it launched across multiple platforms in August last year, according to Konami. Publisher also shared some fun facts, mentioning how the game's player base had now defeated 350 million foot soldiers, gobbled up 6 million pizzas, and shredded Shredder's plans over 2 million times. I haven't picked this up, but I love that it exists. It's like all the best old Turtles games in like one collection. And it's, it shows that like if you do this right, then folk will buy it. There's loads of old collections I'd like to see. And like these doing well is good that you you hope you'll get more of them. Yeah, I think with the release of Shredder's Revenge, it sort of I don't know they cleverly did that, bringing yeah. it back into the spotlight, and then that was subsequent, wasn't it? Yeah, it came out after that. I um, uh, it was a good year for Turtles last year. Yeah, I, I I always like when they do those little. I don't know how they figure all that shit out, but like I don't know. There's been like what six million pizzas picked up and stuff like yeah. that. Like it's weird. <laughs> And that interesting they said Shredder's plot's been foiled like two million times. It's sold over a million copies. That means that on average everyone's completed the game twice. Mm. Oh well, no, sorry. Because it's the collection, so there's a bunch of games in it. Mm. 
Ah, I thought we need to step it up then. That's fucking pish. <laughs> <laughs> Not good enough. Yeah, after last week's conversation, word continues to circulate online about the success or lack thereof of Sony's PlayStation VR 2. GameSpot took to Twitter on Saturday to simply tweet the words a flop in bold alongside an article from their site speculating on sales numbers. The link itself is to an article from March 30th, relaying soft numbers we've already spoken about on this podcast. The reasoning for these poor numbers is that Bloomberg had previously claimed Sony was aiming to ship 2 million units during the headsets launch quarter. Yeah, I just brought this up again because it just keeps, it's like a story that just keeps going. I don't know why people seem to want this to fail. It seems, I don't know, I don't know what it is. Like, what the, I don't know what GameSpot has, what horse they have in the race, but there's no numbers been reported, but they've tweeted out in bold a flop and then the picture of the PlayStation VR and you're like, the fuck, man, it's been out for like a month. <laughs> just seems really... Slow news day. I don't know. I, I mean, they're probably just looking for fucking like, clicks. Yeah, probably. But that's the thing. It, it, it does then present a picture across the industry that it's not done well. But mm. actually, we don't have official no. figures. I don't, think, f- I, I don't think it is doing massively well. But then, like, when the PlayStation VR 1 came out, there was way more place. We spoke about this two weeks ago, or something mm. like. But there was way more PlayStation Fours in people's hands, so there was way more of an install base that could buy it. Whereas the PlayStation Five, there's so many less of them in people's homes that that instantly means there's less people, a pool of people that could possibly buy this, yeah, and more competition in the market. More competition in the market because, to be honest, like I mean, PlayStation VR is like the. I would say it's the the premium option but at the same point you have to own a PlayStation 5 and a, then buy a PSVR 2 so you're talking mm-hmm. £1,000 mm-hmm. of a buy-in whereas a Quest's what it was 400 but it's dropped down again hasn't it mm-hmm. so you can just buy a Quest and then it works with a cable and you're fucking sorted which makes it harder and also and I don't know why they did this but you still can't buy them in shops you can mm-hmm. only buy the thing direct from PlayStation I don't know why they did that it was a stupid move so so only they have the numbers. <laughs> well, there is that, yeah, yeah, yeah. But at the same point, like it's it almost I felt like when they first did it, they did it because as a reaction to how Scalpers and Scalpers stuff, yeah. ate up all the PlayStation fives. Mm. But scalpers were never gonna buy we said this at the time. Mm. I was like, scalpers are never gonna buy these up because they're not they'll lose their ass on it. Mm. It was never gonna sell that well, but surely as soon as the thing launched, you would then be like, right. Okay, we've we've undersold what we thought we're gonna. Let's get these into shops so that people get into game and stuff. Yeah. I'd be like, oh, there's a new. Some folk won't even know this thing exists mm. because you can't buy it out a shop. Yeah, it's re- and there's been no marketing for it, or I don't know. Sony are bad for giving up on stuff, and I don't think they're going to give up on it yet by any means. But it's I I, I do think it is a bit concerning. Like I don't think. I think everyone's jumping to conclusions, but it clearly hasn't sold amazingly well. And, like, I mean, you look at what Sony did with the Vita, they fucking jumped ship on that pretty quickly. Like, they'll abandon stuff when they, they have to. So, it's not good signs, but uh, it's it's just weird that people just seem to be, I don't know, wanting to fucking... It's like that gif when they've got the... the they're all dancing with the... Uh, horse. That gif. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Far too many people try to do that already, I think. 
Okay, we've been waiting and waiting for official news about Ubisoft Plus on Xbox for such a long time now and it kind of seems like the wait is almost over as Ubisoft leaker Script Leak R6 has suggested the service will be coming to Xbox in April 2023, which is now. Um, Ubisoft has stated in the past that Ubisoft Plus isn't going to be included with Xbox Game Pass, so if you want access, you will need to subscribe. Service currently costs twelve ninety nine a month on PC, which is oh. more than Game Pass. Aye. So this thing's gonna fucking die. <laughs> it's gonna absolutely die. Uh, I mean, m- me and you, Andy, are like probably bigger Ubisoft fans than the average person. Like we like mm. most Ubisoft games. Yeah. I'm not paying twelve ninety nine a month to play their games. Mm. No. It's such an odd... I, don't, I can't imagine anyone signing up I don't up like for subscribing to stuff, to be honest with you. Nah. I'm not a sub- the only thing I would subscribe to when I need to start is Netflix. Yeah. I really don't like subscribing. I don't like rolling things that aren't really... Because I know some of them are necessary, but like if, if it is like a choice of like that, I'll mm. just, I'm not going to make a choice anymore. Yeah. I'll miss it. Yeah. I'm happy missing it. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know what the subscriber numbers are like in PC, but I just I don't think, especially on Xbox, I just cannot see people going for this. Like Game Pass, ten ninety nine a month, you get what about four hundred games, a real sort of. There's something for everyone on Game Pass. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And there's mm-hmm. always new stuff getting added, or you can pay twelve ninety nine and get older Ubisoft titles. Will their new Who? titles come out on it though? I don't think they don't come day one. So you couldn't like, subscribe for a month and play a new game. From what I understand, I think it's like they maybe come to the service like six nine months later. That would make sense, wouldn't it? Because uh, like, cause then you could go if it is day one, you could subscribe for a month. Yeah, for I get a new game. Play a game for a month, theoretically complete it in a yeah. month. Say. Yeah. And then cancel it. Mm-hmm. Aye, or if, if that was the case, I would do it every time they brought a new aye, game out. In my head, that, that makes sense. Aye. But they should have a caveat for that kind of stuff, though. It's like, oh, you must have been subscribed to our service for at least six aye, months aye, before aye. you can get one but of those no, games. But no, I'm pretty sure the new games... Way, though. Mm-hmm. They'll do it the way you said. Mm-hmm. It'll knock about first thing. Well, aye, be like... I'm, it's been on PC, so we could... I suppose we could check. We'll, we'll update next week. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm pretty sure the games don't come day one. And I just... Who's... I mean, who's paying twelve ninety nine a month so they can play old Assassin's Creed games and stuff? It just doesn't make any sense. Nah, nah. especially when you can go and pick them up for twenty nah. quid and fucking CEX or whatever. Yeah, almost everyone on Xbox has Game Pass, so why would you then pay this service on top of that for less choice? Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't. At first, when they said it, it seemed like it might be included as part of Game Pass. That would be cool, but no, it's not going to do well. Mm. Next up, after recently exiting Halo Infinite and moving back to Xbox Game Studios, publishing Halo veteran Joseph Staten has now announced that he'll be leaving Microsoft entirely. His farewell tweet said, quote, Hey folks, I am indeed leaving Microsoft. I'll have more info to share soon, but for now, I'd just like to thank all my Xbox colleagues for their understanding and support as I embark on a new adventure. He's a big loss. He's like... I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Not to ask him, uh, but he's like a big name. He's he has a big loss for Xbox. He's a big loss for Halo, and then when he went on to 
Xbox, it's just uh, overall, like he's not a kind of guy you want to see walking away. It's one of those things that it's not a good look mm. that someone like him has left. We did speak before earlier about how uh, Playground, the team that make Forza, there's like multiple people have left that studio and they've created two new AAA yeah. studios. He would probably know mm. them pretty well. He could mm. maybe go at one of them. Mm. But uh, I don't know. Not a, not a good guy to lose, though. And lastly this week, Media Molecule announced on Tuesday that they'll be ending live support for Dreams on September 1st this year. This is so that they can fully move on to new projects. I feel like I I liked the idea of this game, but I never gave it a shot, and I feel like I could have got into it. What but... was Dreams? What was that like? I, a lot of people don't know. <laughs> it's just, it was a cool, like Jess says, it was a cool idea. It was so Media Molecule, the team that made like, Little Big Planet, um, and they made this game where they, it was like create all creation tools so that you could make your own game. Right. But it was really impressively done. Like some of the stuff people made oh, in Dreams was unbelievable. Yeah. Like see, even if you don't like don't have the disc, you don't play it. If you YouTube some of this stuff. Mm-hmm unbelievable within like a couple of months it been out there was somebody was like oh i've remade a half an hour of fallout 4 and dreams and you you were playing through it and you're like this looks better than fallout 4 looked what like the stuff you could make was unbelievable if you knew what you were doing with it like some of the stuff it was mad and there's a lot of people that have made stuff in dreams that have then ended up getting fucking jobs and stuff like that because um, they've yeah. shown how good they are at like yeah. creation tools so it was cool and when the game came out it came with a sort of two hour campaign that Media Molecule had made using the tools and that story was really cool you played through it, it was really arty and it was it was a platformer but it also I had other stuff that, the, only, the only game I remember like, making more stuff was Excitebike, mind when you can make yeah. it <laughs> That was fun. You can make your own ramps and that. Excitebike. I'm going to make a That's the level I'm at. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm making, making a fucking, fucking note of that right now. I'm going to play Excitebike this week. I'm not, I'm not, uh, I can't make fucking a representation of another game fuck. Make a note to play Excitebike. <laughs> <laughs> Is that not the note there? Or were you not, I thought you were giving yourself a voice, a voice note, sorry. Oh, you do um, that, and then makes a voice note. All right. You tell it to, and then it makes a voice. It makes a note. So it writes a note in your notes to play excited. Right, that's what I thought. Aye. But I thought you were. I thought you were recording a voice note. Sorry, right. saying. Right now, let's just move on. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting meta. It's just Google Assistant. Then Go- right. Google knows what I want. Yeah. It's probably downloading a sex <laughs> Um but yeah, don't be wrong, it was really cool. It did make the tools easy. I played it, but when I played it, I had zero interest in making anything, but I, I enjoyed playing the stuff that other people made because mm-hmm. you, you would share them all. And like, I feel like I had the chance to take off, see if they'd made a marketplace where people could have sold what they made. Mm-hmm. It could have really taken off. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like When it came out on PlayStation 4, I remember being like, right, this is cool. If you brought this to PC, it would do really well. And also, people aren't going to buy this, but if you made it free... Like, see, when the PlayStation 5 was coming out, it seemed to me like a no-brainer to have that packed in. Yeah. And I don't know why they never did that, because people weren't willing to buy it. It reviewed really well. 
there was really cool stuff and they even made it VR enabled so you could, a very you could, niche thing aye but if it was packaged in you make a lot more people maybe just trying it out aye and then yeah. if, if you were, if you let people see there was a cap like you can charge three quid for your whatever game you make then that would have attracted a lot more creative people that were like wait I could sell aye. this for aye. a couple well, like, of pounds the likes of correct me if I'm wrong because I've not actually played it but like Roblox and they can do it in that even aye. Minecraft like yep. you can you like can create that levels kind and of sell them aye. idea yeah that's what they should have done but it was just it was a really good idea poorly executed so I don't know what they'll go into next um, I mean they're, they're end in life support so it will continue to exist yeah they're just not just, doing anything with it yeah hmm but yeah, no, oh. interesting. Like, I, I don't know. I'd like them to make another kart racer or something. They did make a little big planet kart racer that was quite fun. Mm. But Cool. Okay, that's all for this week's news. Movie time. This week's movie pick was Tetris, which came out just last month and follows the story of how one of the world's most popular video games found its way to players around the globe. Businessman Hank Rogers and Tetris inventor Alexei... I'm not sure how to pronounce his name. Mr. Alexei. Mr. Alexei. Uh, they joined forces in the USSR, risking it all to bring Tetris to the masses. What did we think? Mad story. I mean, obviously it's been... Dramatised. Dramatised a bit, but like... <sighs> I did look up bits and pieces and like the, the central players seem to all they were all involved yeah, and stuff so like that. Like di- it, it's a mad story. The director, um, John Baird, sort of like I, I think Hank Rogers was like involved in making it the production and ah. stuff like that, yeah. But I think they said, you know, it, it's hundred percent true on like an emotional level. They yeah. tried to capture like the what was happening. Um yeah. but you, you could tell that because I thought bits in the film were a little bit not disjointed, but there was bits in the film where it was like a little bit abrupt, and you were like, "Oh, that's like I don't know." It just it didn't feel dramatized. There was bits in the film that didn't feel that dramatized, mm. and you were like, "Ah, oh, that gives it more of a realistic yeah, feel, yeah. almost." Yeah, but um, yeah, I think he did say we've added a bit of Hollywood in places which they had to. Oh, I like the car chase. Yeah. Aye, there's no way that happened. Yeah. <laughs> but that fucking car chase was amazing. Yeah. It was cool. Like, see the way it was shot and everything. Mm. It was so visceral. And yeah. then the way it changed into to like, cars. That yeah. was cool. Yeah, that that was, was pretty fucking cool. Aye, effect. that was really cool, yeah. actually. Yeah, I really liked that. I was thinking back as a week since I've watched but it now, but that was cool as fuck. But even before that happened, because the, the car chase starts a little bit and it's just a normal car chase. But even before that happened, I was like, this is a cool as fuck car chase because just the way it was shot, yeah. um, it just looked really, really fucking awesome. And, and it was then, tight. Like, you it get was a so lot... tight and visceral aye. and like, aye, it just seemed like the camera shouldn't be where it was. It was weird. Do you know what it reminded me of? If you, do you remember the film Ronin? Yeah. That's it remind... got a brilliant car back yeah. I know. It reminded yeah. me of that because we get so many car chases that are in America and American streets by default are like Massive. fucking canyons. <laughs> that's what made it. That's what it is. Aye. That's probably that's what made it feel more so much more like speedy and everything yeah. because it was so tight. And know, that, it was like that in Ronan because it was in setting that car scene was in Paris. like Paris. Yeah, Aye. and it's it's tight as fuck. Right, and over in the corner, yeah. fucking bleeding out. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> No, it was no, it was good. It was good. Yeah, so I guess the, the the movie, as I mentioned, kind of tells the story of how the game developer obtained 
the rights to distribute the game um, for Nintendo. And I think he initially obtained the rights to distribute it in Japan, but then yep. he convinced mm-hmm. Nintendo to partner with them. Um, but then he, there was like loads of challenges along the way because like Maxwell and his scheming little son, they'd signed a contract to distribute yeah. the game in exchange for game royalties. But then, yeah, it was all a bit of a mess. And he then, didn't come out well. No. Maxwell. He, he did not. I mean, I suppose he's meant to be a bit of a prick in real life, or was. He's dead now. Well, but, he stole uh, his employees' pensions fund. Aye. So, aye, he's a dickhead. Yeah. Yeah. Everything's all right. <laughs> what was it, David? This is my son, David. The I can son- introduce myself, father. Oh, it was interesting, though, that as much of a dickhead as the son was, like, he genuinely thought, no, we do this the right way. Mm. Like, he was a twat to other people, but he was almost like, no, I'm not going to pay you off. That's not how we do things. And they uh, were like, oh, uh, so your fucking dad does things. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So he was an absolute, like, he seemed like a snotty wee arsehole when he I, was, but I he know. also, he, he seemed like he, he thought they still did business the right way. And, yeah. and his dad's like, no. <laughs> this has been accounting error, Daddy. Uh, two million pounds after the the workers' pension fund. Yes, don't worry about that, David. That's an accounting error for next quarter. <laughs> uh, okay, Daddy. Yeah, he's better than yeah. Well seen, like well seen. Gillian didn't make a fucking appearance, sir. Who's Gillian? His daughter. Oh, aye, that's right. Aye, okay. Thingway's bitten aside. Yeah, she's doing twenty years or something now mm. for yeah. fiddling. And um, yeah, what a move to obviously convince Nintendo to package the game with the Game Boy. I mean, imagine yeah. imagine being like one of the first to see the Game Boy. Like, yeah, they obviously had to sign an NDA and stuff. Like and that. they were like, and they were there's like, like five people in the world that know about this, and yeah. then they show them this futuristic yeah. device. And he's like, Fuck wait no. a minute. I wonder, like, obviously in the film, probably because it's an hour and a half film or an hour and fifty minute film or whatever, and they can't. Eat stay on these bits too long but in the film it's like ah we're going to package Mario in with this this is going to be another fucking university bit here (laughs) (laughs) no don't get me started right I've got over that you fucking ruined my night now Um, (laughs) no but like so they go go in and he's like ah we're going to package Mario in this and straight away uh, what's his name on it Hank Hank is like how about instead Tetris and they're like mm. and he shows them it and they're like yes mm-hmm. now I don't think that happened as quickly but I wonder like no but the logic of it oh, makes aye, that's, sense oh though. it did make sense totally aye, I think like, the, yeah. the quote was like if you want to sell the Game Boy to kids then to package the kids. it with Mario if, if you, you want, want to sell it to every everyone yes. yeah. Tetris and, and it, that does make sense mm-hmm. like totally it was a great move and it was the right move but I don't think in actuality, when he pitched that, that straight away Nintendo were like, oh, no, of course yes, didn't. Your, no. un, your unknown game is a better idea than Mario. But I wonder just, I wonder how much coaxing that took. Like, I don't I think they should have put it in the film, but I wonder what the back and forth of that was actually like. Because surely Aye. at first when he said that, they were like, no, that get, instead of Mario, aye, fuck Mario. off. Exactly. Aye. And no. it, there must have been so much back and forth where he had to convince them, and aye. it was the right call. But I mean, like, do you know what I mean? If I was, at you Ninte- could probably make another film out of that bit. Yeah. <laughs> if I was at Nintendo and I was planning to package Mario with this new handheld, and this guy walked in and went, "See this thing with four blocks? Uh, you should do that instead." I'd have been like, "Get the fuck out of my fucking office!" Yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? You'd have laughed him right out of the building. But he was right. Yeah. But it was just interesting. 
And um, filming locations. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So filming began in Glasgow in December 2020. Because they had to find somewhere completely desolate. Yeah. Now, I do recall... <laughs> like Glasgow. <laughs> I do recall the, the good old COVID days and remember the airport, Presswick Airport, being like covered in different signage. And I heard they were filming, but I didn't know that it was Tetris. Mm. So... It's no, inter- I never heard of that at all. It's it's interesting because I, we were watching this film and as soon as the airport came up, her and Castles were like on their phone, to, 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 like checking it and they're like, yeah, holy fuck, that's pressing Did you know clock it? No, not, for, not in a second. I, I looked <laughs> at it and I was like, in my head I think I did think that's quite, that's quite familiar looking. But I mean, I, I think I would have noticed it either to be fair mm-hmm. until, because you just I told wouldn't me to have look clicked. out for it and the whole film I was looking out for something. And then you told me it was near the end, and as soon as that came up, I went, "That's fucking Presswick Airport." Yeah, yeah. But I don't think I would have clocked it. No, it was the sort of pan shot from like up as at the bridge, at the bridgeway, like yeah. indoors, like yeah. that. I noticed. I was like, "Wait a minute!" Because yeah. I mean, I spent half my childhood in that airport. Well, I, oh, I was going to ask. They had the arcades and they were playing WrestleFest. Do you think he's played t- right. Tetris in there? <laughs> No, it was mostly WrestleFest. I don't think I played it. Te- the, no, the Tetris wouldn't have been in an arcade <laughs> studio. It was all... But I, I mean, I spent... I mean, I literally used to go up in the morning and go to that airport. We'd play Tig in that airport and stuff like that. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, all right, the I time. Know. I spent all my time at that airport. Aye, in bits that you should not be in. <laughs> oh, we used to sneak into, like, the baggage pits Aye, and stuff the, like the, that. The, the offices and stuff up the top bit and that. Aye, no, you shouldn't. Now, these days, you could not get away with that. No. But we're in the food court fucking everywhere, just like yeah. playing Tig. It was fucking mental yeah. I remember getting in that airport and we'd somehow I think we'd went into the toilets and we bought condoms and we're filling <laughs> up with water fuck I remember that now. <laughs> and we didn't realise we just we just thought that would be really fun we could have a, a, a water fight but then you get hit in the face with one that didn't burst and it hit like a brick remember <laughs> so you're like oh it's just in your head it's just a water fight but I caught it was like fucking extra thick condoms and so you <laughs> flung this fucking Massive head sized fucking condom filled with water, and it just went <laughs> right off your face. And you're like, Oh my god, I'm concussed. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't think I would have noticed necessarily. But um, no, as have. soon as they pointed it out, like I was like, Whoa, yeah. I, and interestingly, it was even then, it was only about yesterday or the day before when you mentioned them putting up all the signage outside. Mm-hmm. I remember that. Mm-hmm. Like, because I, I was saying to you, I was like, I don't remember them saying they were filming at Presswick, but I do remember yeah, the signage. But I just, up. I remember it like hearing it was like some Soviet Union thing, and I thought, oh, right. I'll not be interested in that. Oh, like, yeah. it, you know, I mean, not thinking it was, yeah. or not realising it was Tetris, but yeah, they were also in Aberdeen at the university's zoology building. It was used as the headquarters for the E-Log. Ps- E-Log, yep. Um, and they were also in and around the former RAF military base at Blado and Perth and Kinross and then in Glasgow um, City Centre for a few days as well. Yeah, I do notice Glasgow in certain Mm. films because that isn't quite a lot of films that, like those uh, sandstone kind of brick buildings. Aye, because Scotland's been quite a cheap place to film. Yeah, Yeah. there's that. So yeah, it was it was just quite cool to see, and it mm-hmm. kind of brought it back home a little bit yeah. in terms of the story as well. Was quite cool how like it was was a gem, uh, Russian architect had come over here, and they really liked the sort of structure of the buildings, and so they went back over there, and a lot of their buildings are modelled after Scottish buildings mm-hmm. because they liked it so much. And obviously, you've got no chance of filming in Russia, so a lot of the time, if they have, and a lot of different films apparently when they're mm-hmm. filming as if it's Russia, they do film in Scotland because it's mm-hmm. the closest place. 
filled with no hope. Mm-hmm. I have a little Tetris quiz for you if you want to participate. Mm-hmm. Okay. There's no prize. There is. Oh, Andy's got a refresher. <laughs> this refresher bar can be yours, Craig. Right. <laughs> Otherwise, Andy's just keeping it. Otherwise, I'm just keeping it. Okay. <laughs> okay. You don't seem very excited. I don't like refreshals. Question, oh. question number one. For well, the original Nays Tetris, what's the highest score that you can reach? Oh, for fuck's sake. Nine, 99 million nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine. Uh, one million. How many nines is that? Oh, come on, Jess. You know what I mean? <laughs> All nines, he's saying. <laughs> How many is an... Yes, correct. Right, right. Come on. Fuck's sake. Nine million. No, it's not million. 999 million. How many nines is that? Six nines. You work with numbers, by the way. That's (laughs) 999,000. You work with numbers. Yeah. So is he wrong? I really hope no one knows you. I can't remember what you said the first time. I did say nine million. Yeah, not your one too many nines. He's still closer than one million, which was what I said. Well, oh no, he's not. I was only one out. Up <laughs> you. <laughs> You're too many digits. There was only space for six digits. Right, he said seven, seven as well. None is getting right. Yeah, I, I was one out. It doesn't matter. You were out. <sighs> Fucking one. <laughs> You're one out. point out. You're out. That's yeah, unreal. That's wrong. That's a scandal. You've got to define the rules of the quiz before you start. He's <laughs> that refresher. He said. <laughs> There's questions in the debates that correctly. That's what she said. Fuck's sake! Verbatim. Yeah. Uh, what year was Tetris released for the Game Boy? Oh, 1992. 1989. Oh, shit. Craig's correct. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking one out. I can't believe that. The famous Tetris theme song, you know and love, originated as a Russian folk song known as what? Oh, come on. I'll give you a uh, multiple choice. Right. A, Dance of the Sugar Plum Fairy. B, Korobiniki. C, Kalanika. And D, Katyusha. A. D. Both incorrect, it was B. Yeah. Can't pronounce any of them anyway, so that's kind of. Do you know what? Like, <laughs> see, I can't even remember what A was, but see, whatever you said was A, it sounded too happy to be Russian. <laughs> um, Miserable bastards. How mm. many tetraminos are there in Tetris? Oh. Nine. Are we making this one closest to gets a point? Um, oh, we're changing it now. I'm one out. Like, fuck no, all. Has, no, it has to be correct. That's one. <laughs> Fucking hell. Six. But I'll give you bonuses if you can name them all. Fuck off. Six. <laughs> no. Seven, innit? Seven. Ah, oh, <laughs> fuck. See, you, you should have changed it. You go with that. Uh, my first answer has to be final. Yeah. I O T S I'm quite. See, to be honest, I'm quite confident that my score of one is going to win me it. <laughs> Um, right. I've not actually been keeping score should I have been doing that it's 1-0 one no, it's, it's one no nil. difficult <laughs> right so this one you can earn as many points as you want right um, can I get four although I don't know how to do this with, um, somebody's going to have to go first oh. so how many variants official official variants can you name of Tetris <sighs> how many can you name or how many other how many can you name Oh, if you want to tell me how many there are, I don't but... know the names of them. 
like different I've Tetris done, games that have come out. Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant the shapes. No. All oh, right, fucking hell. There's been loads. Would this include stuff like Tetris on the Game Boy? Tetris on no. the right. no. Like Tetris Metroid and that one. So there's normal Tetris, Tetris Effect, Tetris Effect Connected, Te- Tetris Connected 3D, Tetris 64. I have to scroll through my list Super Tetris. <laughs> he just makes stuff up. <laughs> He's fucking making it up. <laughs> so you, you're just saying words that I've are kind of f- gamey. I've got four right so far. Because you're just saying gamey <laughs> words. No. Te- I've got Tetris effect. And Is connect- Super Tetris effect. one of them? I've not found it on my list yet. How- Is there that many, Jess? Yeah. Your finger's going mental. <laughs> Flicking her bean over there. Fuck's sake! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, I don't. You better watch out anymore. You better watch out. It'll get swollen. (laughs) (laughs) Tetris Metroid. I said that. Is that in it? (laughs) You've definitely just put a game (laughs) button. I mean, you could just shout out words. There are some that are like that. Oh, Tetris Generation. Tetris World. Tetris World. World World is one, yeah. Tetris World. Tetris. There's a bit of time limit in this. No, no. You're on eight shouting out words. (laughs) Tetris Planets. Nope. Tetris. Oh, Tetris. Tetris Earth. More than the Earth. Te- Tetris Universe. Yes. Stop helping him. I was quite comfortable. <laughs> I was quite comfortable with, my- with having four. <laughs> four was a winner until you started helping him. Now he's in three. Two guesses. I'm still confident that four will win it. Tetris. Tetris up. Nope. Oh, Tetris. Ah, oh, great! Come on, I'm done. Yes. Two now. Give us, give us some of these other ones. Um, Tetris Worlds, Pokemon Tetris, oh, Tetris Advanced, Tetris Elements. Oh, Tetris Advanced. The Grandmaster Ace, Tetris Mania, Tetris DS, iPod Tetris, Tetris Evolution, Tetris Zone, Splash, Friends, Party, Pop, Giant, Party Deluxe, Party Live, Battle. Jesus Christ, man. There's a lot. Yeah, it looks like And that's just official ones. Obviously, there's unofficial ones being made. What's Tetris Pokemon? Is that just like, do you think it's just like certain Pokemons that are different shapes? See, that's why I said Tetris Metroid I had like some sort of gaming yeah franchise tie in in mind uh, that sounded like one ah oh, damn it Tetris effect is fucking brilliant I now. think one of the things I did as well was like I think it was 2007 stat but like it was on like 64 different like permutations devices so ah. you can imagine the then yeah um, and they'll all want to call it something unique so that it's their um, version of Tetris. Yeah. Was that the last question then? Yeah, that'll do. Right, there's Gate to Nathan then. 
You don't like it? Absolutely not. That's just getting framed <laughs> the week I won a Tetris quiz. <laughs> By default. <laughs> Fabulous. Yeah. Should we pie the, pie the film? We should pie the film. Mm, four. Four. Twelve all over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good film. I would recommend. I'd recommend people checking it out. Even if you don't like Tetris or games, like I think it was quite an interesting story. Yeah. Anyway, like but Taron Egerton's just a really good actor. Like, ah, yes. I hadn't seen him in. I, I don't think I've seen him in anything since Kingsman. Uh, the Elton John film, you know, seen that? Rock I've not film. seen it yet. I heard it's good though. Fucking amazing. Is it? That? Yeah. Yeah, he's a good really actor. Good. He is a good actor. Yeah, I need to check that out, actually. Yeah. I meant to see that. It is on Apple TV, if you have that. Yeah. Or via delivery. Or via delivery. Um, but yeah, so as we mentioned, we're going to watch... Well, we've watched, but we're going to talk about Mario next week. Um, so that is your film. It's a me! Yes. Um, but does anyone have anyone... Does anyone have anything else for this week before we wrap up? To share? To no. ask? To... No. 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 I am satiated. Okay. <laughs> He's got a new app. What do we do? <laughs> TTFN. Yeah, that's all for this week. If you enjoyed listening, please give us a little like, Thumbs review, up, all bum. that jazz. No, not the one. <laughs> yeah. Talk and to you, bye. We shall chat you again next week. Goodbye. Bye.